It's the second week of October, and we're just still so, so, so scared. We were so scared that we had to bring in uh, an expert, a special guest on the podcast to talk to us about the seminal horror movie, The Thing, because we were too scared to do it by ourselves. So scared. So here's The Thing. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah. Do you hear that? Those spooky, spooky uh, sounds on the air. Children trick or treating. Every day. Every day. I hear it all the time as the trick or treaters. It's driving me mad. Uh, well, Mike, we have done one scary movie, mm-hmm. arguably a scary movie. Mm, yeah. Because um, we're here in October and it's time for spooky things. Yeah, October's for spooky. Um, and, and, uh, and this is, and guys, you might be thinking, what show is this I'm listening to? Yeah, is this a Star Wars show? Why are they talking about scary stuff? And the answer to that is kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's how Star Wars is it. We rate and review things, mm-hmm. but on a scale of one to ten of how Star Wars they are, right. not how good they are. We're not interested in how uh, we're not interested in quality uh, judgments. We're interested in Star Wars judgments, right? And Star Wars has some parts that could be maybe scary, sometimes. Yeah, big monsters. Yeah, big monsters, scary. Uh, costumes, uh, creature effects. Yeah. You know, classics. Yeah. Which, speaking of scary monsters and creature effects, this week we're talking about The Thing. The 1982 The Thing. Yes. John Carpenter's The Thing. I think it's actually its official full title. John he Carpenter's really made it clear that it was his directorial yeah, it's film. It's his movie. Um, and we have a special guest. We do. And I wrote a really fun intro with a bunch of credits. <laughs> I love that. Please hit, hit, me, hit, hit me up. Hit me up. Okay. He's the founder of Hitchcock Tales at the Annoyance Theater and was the director of The One, the Matrix musical parody. You know him from the podcast Lakeshore and Limbo. And he's a writer on the brand new Jackbox Party Pack 6 that releases on October 17th. CJ Tour! <laughs> Gentlemen, it is wonderful to be here. Yeah. I have never had such an intro. Welcome to the podcast. It's like wrestling. CJ. Yeah. It's like we, we really like to make our guests feel welcome. I understand. Mm-hmm. I have the horror movie belt. I refuse mm-hmm. to let it go to whatever guest comes next. Yeah. Which I'm sure you'll get to eventually. Another guest? Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a month or two probably. Oh, at least a month Thinking or two. Thinking about that stuff is tough. Well, you have to decompress after you talk to someone new in your life. Right. Oh. That's true. Yeah. That's anytime true. I talk to someone new, I'm like, I need a break. And yeah. I definitely, I need at least a five podcast episode break yeah probably more considering how many guests we've had well and the other guests have been one of my good friends i've known for like six years and um my girlfriend and my sister (laughs) so So i am the most distantly related to you (laughs) right on this show just in terms of time yeah mike is really doing the heavy lifting on the guests for this show and i appreciate it mike thank you so much yeah heavy lifting two of the guests were ones who i lived with with. and was able to be like will you come do this (laughs) hey real quick you're not busy right now right Come on mm-hmm. in, come on in. Well, as we learned, you can't just trust anyone. Oh. Mm. That's right. Actually, should we do this now before we get any closer? Yeah, into all right. The, okay, I okay. love that, I love so, that. So um, here on How Star Wars Is It, we write and review things on how Star Wars they are, and usually around at the halfway point in every episode, we do a little game. And by a little game, I mean a bad segment, including <laughs> a now two weeks running These Are Riddles, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is a Hasui original. Should we put a question mark at the end of These Are Riddles? Because it's like, are they, though? To be continued? <laughs> Maybe. Um, but, so, uh, but, but this week, something is a little different because um, we are going to introduce the game now because it will be running throughout the entire episode we are recording right now. Yes. Um, and it ties directly into um, the new Jackbox Party Pack 6 that is coming out in a few days. And the movie The Thing. Yeah. So in Jackbox Party Pack 6, we have five great games. One of them is Push the Button. I was lucky enough to be on the design team for that. That is a hidden identity game. It's yes. why I asked to come and 
watch the thing because we were inspired by that and mm-hmm. Invasion of the Body Snatchers and even kind of the movie Alien. Heck yeah. Uh, just anything where there might be something inside of you. And I hate to say it this, guys. <laughs> but an alien is about to infect one of us. Oh. I have in my hand here three envelopes <laughs> that was prepared for me by someone in the Jackbox Games office. Cool. Uh, inside each of these envelopes is a slip of paper. Okay. On, in two of them, the slip of paper just says normal. Right. Okay. One of them <laughs> will say something different, and that means you are the alien. Right. Mm-hmm. And this alien's only tell is they are obsessed with some factor in the Star Wars universe. Okay. <laughs> On that slip of paper will be some sort of word from the Star Wars universe. Okay. Your goal as the alien <laughs> is to use that word three times throughout this conversation. Mm-hmm. Without the other two realizing that you have brought up this subject three times. Okay, great. Uh-huh. So I am now going to pass out the envelope. So we will literally be on edge. <laughs> yep, literally. I, I, I must clear this up. I had somebody in Jackbox Games prepare this for me, so I'm playing two. I do yeah. not know what's in the envelopes. Right. This is great. I'm very okay, excited. I have for this. mine. I'm getting mine. Now, right. I, have, I have a quick question. <laughs> yeah. Do we all want to? Now, I am, of course, a big fan of your show. I know how into the weeds you get into Star Wars sure. with all week by week just analyzing every bit of it do we want to say that we're all going to look at the slip of paper and then look at our phones in case somebody has to look up this term sure 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 sure, sure. Oh, oh sure so, sure. so just because i do not really know what obscure. i do not want, i said just pick some word from the star wars films got it well, and mike I is like very knowledgeable and i'm semi-knowledgeable so, so like, it could be something that mike knows that i don't know so i, I like that idea it's, it's, it, i think it'd be very fair if we all just look at our thing no reaction everybody look pick up your phone, phone indiscriminately text type, or google types <laughs> Something yeah. into Google. Okay, yep, yep, I yep. like that. All right, all right, all right. We are now opening the envelope. Okay. Let's get some of that foley. Okay, okay. We are now looking at our phones. <laughs> we're looking at our phones and we're typing. <laughs> Keep all of this silence in. I, I, I think this is <laughs> crucial Let the to the game. Build. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, one of us is an alien and they know it and they are an alien obsessed with a particular picadillo about the Star Wars universe. Oh man. And now I'm handing each of us a gun. Oh god. <laughs> oh Jesus. He brought three guns, you guys. These are all these all have are fully loaded. Uh 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 it appears that way, but each one actually only has one bullet. <laughs> oh, no, no. So if you think you know who the alien is, you can take your shot. And be good at aiming. But so, but if you shoot the wrong person, that means the alien, you have no bullet left and the alien has a gun with oh, a bullet in no. it. Right. This is, I think this was a, I think this was a game mode on Call of Duty back in the day, if I recall correctly. Really? The Star Wars word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the gun part. The Star no, Wars word right. part was definitely part of it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm very excited and, and terrified. So I was I was telling this bit off before we started, but we were playing, uh, is Faking It on 5? Uh, faking four? it before that. Yeah, it's like three, three, three or four. Three or four. Um, another Jackbox game, faking it. We were playing with my family, and um, we didn't do a good job making sure our parents watched the video at the beginning mm-hmm. well enough because the first thing that we did when they gave us question number one was my dad saying out loud, it says I'm the faker. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> and for people who may not know, which I don't know why people wouldn't, but the Jackbox Party Pack games are basically like a pack of five games in each one. Yeah, each one and has party. Five. They're party games you play on your phone, and they're on literally every like operating system yeah. for games it's possible it's on switch on playstation it's on it's on roku tv yep. i think it's literally <laughs> everywhere and they're super fun they've saved literally every party i've thrown in the last yeah. like four years of my life uh they're great and that's all yeah and that's I, all and that's it and then there's just once again maybe to lead us into this push the button game will be a hidden identity game where <laughs> it's the same thing where they'll send the identity but to your phone Ooh, so yeah, you yeah. will have all your secrets on your phone and get to play with people and throw wild accusations at each other <laughs> i love that so much does it, does it um it, it gives you tasks or something or things to say oh or? yeah sure i'll help you with your gaming podcast yeah yeah uh, yeah <laughs> yeah we're actually trying to make a game yeah, yeah i guess uh, that yeah. makes sense so in in our game what's going to happen is you had to test the identities of people by sending uh the like all jackbox games you're playing on your phone but you're also playing on your computer right. screen right. or your gaming system the gaming system will like throw questions to people uh-huh. but on your devices aliens and humans will see slightly different things uh, yeah, Got yeah, it. Yeah. so aliens may submit answers that are close Close, but not quite there yeah, and they have yeah. to justify oh, it. I love so that. there'll be like personal questions, drawings, etc. 
um, and stuff like that. And it's really just trying to be like, prove to the people around you that yes, a Cuban is your favorite type of sandwich, yeah. despite the fact we've only ever seen you eat clubs. Right. So I'm so, so bad at that game, at, at any of those things when you have to lie on a Jackbox game. Like any time I play one of them and I'm the person, I'm so bad at keeping a straight face. There was one time I was playing with my family. I was introducing it to them. I think it was faking, faking it. And I think one of them was like, raise your hand or if you've got like a condom mm-hmm. uh-huh. like in your wallet or purse uh-huh. or whatever right now. And I was the faker, and I <laughs> raised my hand. I was the only one in all my mm-hmm. family, because the rest of my family is very good Christian people. Christian. <laughs> and even the married ones, I'm sure, don't have sex. And uh, <laughs> so, like, I'm raising my hand, and they're like, really? And I'm like, this is terrible for me. Yeah. This is, I was like, Jackbox, you've ruined my relationship. Well, look, though, I was the liar. I yeah. Oh, it was. It was Wait, but, is that what you invited me? Yeah, <laughs> I want to talk to you. You ruined my relationship with my family. <laughs> they think I'm sexually active. Well, we all know that's not true. You have right. a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm never having sex. Right. Um, but so what you're telling me is that there's not a part of this new game in which you stab a hot needle into some blood and then the blood goes <laughs> and scares me. Is that true? Well, not you, but someone. Someone might get scared. Okay, so that piece I, I we we will talk about this movie I suppose but like that that part specifically in the movie I was there was there were a number of moments in the thing parentheses 1982 that John Carpenter's the thing Yeah that I that the thought I had was did I miss a part of the movie from earlier that led me to understand this next thing or are they just sort of explaining that like cuz he says when yeah. he's doing the blood thing like He's like, whatever every, every part, part of it, it will whole. attack me trying to do it harm. But I was like, how did you figure that out? <laughs> because he watched the head separate. Yeah. And it's right. not that and it will like attack. It's that every part of it will try to escape. Like, yes, yeah. right. It's, and also he's Kurt Russell and he's a smart little pilot. He is. He's a bit of a, a maverick pilot. <laughs> kind of plays by his own rules. Yeah, he does. does. Yeah. I, it's oh. very interesting to, me, interesting, eh, interesting to me that the pilot in the, at the uh, uh, Antarctic Research Station is the one that ends up taking charge. Yeah. He pr- probably has the least scientific knowledge or combat right. knowledge. He's just like he's a good pilot, and they're like this guy. He's going to be the one. Um, you have like actual scientists, and uh, well, but he's the movie star, though. <laughs> that's true. That's How true. dare you? Although Keith David was in this, and Wilford and Brimley. Wilford yeah, <laughs> I wrote one of, part of my notes. I said, "Is that a young Keith David of, mm-hmm. of NBC's The Cape?" Because that mm-hmm. was the first time I saw Keith David. That's the first time you saw Keith David. Yeah, I think so. Uh, because me and my friends were really into The Cape. All right. In, in uh, college, I never saw The Cape, and I don't know. Who this person is you're talking about? Uh, Childs. He's right? Childs, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Childs. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's like a, a character actor kind of mm-hmm. who with he's, a long storied career. Yeah, he he was in a lot of movies like this uh-huh. in the eighties and early nineties. Where uh, he's also in John Carpenter's They Live. Uh, I hear that's kind of fun too. That's a very in fun a John Carpenter way. Yeah, it's a very fun John Carpenter film. Oh yes, yes, uh, yes. But he is a big voice actor too. He's got yeah. that wonderful deep oh, voice. Huh. Yeah, he's he's like very no- noticeable for his. Uh, he was Goliath in Gargoyles, the animated series. Huh. Oh wow! Hell yeah, I haven't thought about Gargoyles in a minute. Maybe Man, I had a Gargoyles, like it was a Burger King or one of those types of places toy, and you like pushed a little plunger from the back and there were like sparks in the front that oh, were yeah. contained by a little plastic dome. That was cool. That was pretty. That sounds, <laughs> dude, I'm not going to lie. That sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly jealous you had that toy. I, this, so like I, as a rule, don't wa- watch scary movies. And now that we're talking about the movie, um, I don't know if something has changed in me since I was a child and, mm-hmm. and was first had an aversion to scary movies, but I was not too terribly frightened by this movie. There were there was a lot of parts where I was like, "That's gross." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "That's real gross," but I wasn't like scared in the way that I have been scared, I guess, before, where I feel I felt like uneasy afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I was like, "Ah," that, and then like uh, my girlfriend Charlie watched some of it with me, and afterwards she she's seen. She's just, I don't think she'd ever seen the whole movie before, but afterwards she was like very, very creeped and like, I just keep seeing the gross things. Like, mm-hmm. and, and huh. I was like, I feel fine. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. But it was, I mean, let's talk those practical effects. Yeah. Cause oh, if we're yeah. talking star Wars. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know that effects be they practical or not. 
are coming up. Mm. We on this show have a lot of hot takes. Like, we think CGI isn't as good as practical effects. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's the first of, I'm hearing from yeah. a movie podcast well, about this. It's kind of our own cool, twisted idea. Like, we, we think that CGI is not, not great sometimes. Yeah. You see, I, I actually have an interest. I, I love movies. I'm a big movie fan. Um, I was like that in college, like CGI. Blah, blah, blah. But there is some very good CGI. Oh, yes. Yeah. However, my one stance that I kind of hold out is... I don't like CGI in horror films. Mm. Mm. Like CGI, I can I can take in an action film, especially it's well done, fantasy, mm-hmm. fairy sure. tale, etc. I think sometimes it's lovely. Like Spielberg's very famous for lighting CGI very well mm-hmm. yeah. to make it look good. Yeah. Uh, so like I love his stuff in Action World of the Worlds. It's a beautiful CGI film. Mm. I think um, the only reason to watch that movie. <laughs> um, it's excellent. But CGI. horror film, it really takes me out of it. Yeah, that's and a good point. You, yeah, I feel like in a horror film, you need to feel like things have gravity and weight exactly. and have consequences. Mm-hmm. That it could actually like hit the people it's in the room with right which is what we've talked about before about certain because we we love talking about cgi because we're really cool and have hot takes Mm -hmm. but like we talked about before like in some of the prequels and some other movies that we like to talk shit about when uh things don't when have that gummy video gamey feel Mm -hmm. and in horror movie and like this movie the thing oh. did not have that. No, everything did feel like it. It um, didn't go into that CGI uncanny valley of like, well, I know this isn't real. Like, mm-hmm. I know that that is real. Like, goo. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. All the all the goops and the legs that lots everything grew. Goo. Lots of yeah. tentacles. This is a gross. There's some gross stuff. I. But here, okay. This is the other thing. Um, talk about effects and creature effects and stuff. It is interesting to me. This this movie is rated R, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's interesting to me that this movie mm-hmm. came out in the eighties. I'll mm-hmm. double check that real quick. I think it was. I, I don't, I'm almost wondering if it predates R. It might. When did R ratings happen? But it, anyway, this movie Red is. Dawn. This is a like you know seminal horror movie classic mm-hmm. where the uh, creature effects and the practical effects of everything and the the the, the horror monster is um, famously gross, famously mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. Lots of famous parts where even though I had never seen this movie before, I knew some parts were coming because I had heard about them reading about mm. movies, like the the cadaver uh, opening up the tummy and then chomping that guy's right, arm like off. Right, like the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I knew that was coming because I was like, I remember reading about this. Yeah. And, uh, but something that I thought was weird was that this, this horror movie... Um, Everything that I saw on screen felt more real than, but almost just as gross as things I saw in the third season of Stranger Things. Okay, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? No, it's very interesting. Uh, when I was watching third season of Stranger Things with my wife, mm-hmm. I said, this this feels very much like the thing mixed with huh. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah or at yeah. least the first couple of episodes. Um, I and still it, haven't watched the new season. Like the way that like it would use biology to like rearrange people. Yes. felt very thing, but the huh. way that he was like populating the town with them felt Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Huh. And maybe it was because I was just working on the game that I was working <laughs> on at that time. Well, and whenever I watched the third season, um, I was thinking like, oh, it's the day they died at zombies. And now mm-hmm. that I've seen the thing, I'm like, I can also see where they were getting some of this other body horror shit. Mm-hmm. To give you reference, Mike, yeah. in parts of season three of Stranger Things, a rat just kind of explodes and becomes a, a fleshy goo that starts crawling mm. around people. That happens to people. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then it creates a big fleshy monster. And so I was like, this is... It's, it was just strange to me that this blockbuster Netflix series that like kids can watch right. is as scary and gross. Not not I don't, I don't think it has that same gravity as it does in the no. thing. But it's interesting. I just was like, how have it's just in, how things have changed since I guess the eighties and how we've been very like, ah, who cares? I really think yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say real fast. Like my speaking of kids watching this, I saw the thing. <laughs> Pretty early. I saw the thing before I saw Star Wars. Oh, uh, okay. just a related, even close back to your theme. Yeah. No. Um, my mom is a huge horror movie fan. Oh. One thing I love to talk about my mom is my mom. Uh, her two like favorite genres are either like the most gruesome of horror movies or like true crime stuff. Or like Hallmark original, <laughs> and there is no middle ground. She does not like like a black comedy. She's yeah. like, is this joyous or this dark? I want one or the other, but not is both. There, is there no hope but at all? I watched a lot of horror movies when I was fairly young. The rule used to be, and this is why I'm thinking that the thing might actually predate the R rating. Um, if you want to look up Temple, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever Temple of Doom came out, because Temple of Doom and Gremlins is what led to the R rating. Okay. Um, right, because they were the last PGs. Yeah, they before were PGs. PG yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
anyway, but there used to be the rule that I could get any horror movie that was PG-13 or less. Mm. Uh, and But also my mom <laughs> had seen a bunch of them, and she's like, oh, that's a good one. You can watch that uh-huh. one. So I got some R's out of there. Yeah. Nice, uh, nice. I, so I saw the thing fairly young. I would say like 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't see any Star Wars until I was like 12. Huh. Uh, <laughs> and But that's why I've seen it like five times at this point. And it's really interesting about saying it's not scary because I don't even know if I ever found it scary. And I, there's lots of scary movies. Right. But the, there's lots of different types of horror. And the things, two types of horror are body horror mm-hmm. and suspense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it, it, it's an all a game of who is the thing. And right. it's distrust. And that's more of like the suspense thriller aspect. Oh, gosh. Did you just saying this just now made me remember that we're playing a hidden uh, identity Identities. game. <laughs> and now I'm like, who could it be? Oh. Or am I the hidden identity? Right. <laughs> I've already heard one Star Wars term. And I'm mm. keeping it myself. <laughs> Interesting. Um, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Who, could, who could I try? I just looked it up. So the R rating uh, predated. It was the PG-13 rating that was added. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Red Dawn was the first one to come out about it. So yes, uh, the thing is rated R. It's rated R. Well, I but it, it might have been PG-13. That might have been yeah. one I just watched. I think I did watch mine. So I probably just watched it with my mom's blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that I was did. like my parents in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights for, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> And <laughs> most of um, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah. I saw Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, with my parents <laughs> after an after-school program when I was like eight. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to ask parents, yeah. like, what's going, what, what was your thought process right. yeah. there? How is that one okay and something else isn't? I always sort of had the general, it, it, nothing was ever like super strictly imposed on me th- mm-hmm. to this degree, but I always had the general thing of like gory violence, fine sex less so oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of the same thing with my parents but i was also like really kind of into the makeup effects that's why like uh rob button is the guy who did the makeup for oh, uh-huh. uh the thing yeah uh and just really getting into it because i remember also soon after or around it i read one of those back in and they had these for star wars too like those yeah. big books with all the pictures and how they do yeah, the effects right and i remember at the same time i was like looking at how they did the effects for the thing and my Maybe that was one reason it didn't really scare me that much is because I really like liked how it was made. Yeah, um, now, Mike, it's impressive. You... It's it's really really cool. Now, Mike, did you get scared? Gooeys. Um, no. I, the the that thing you mentioned earlier, the the blood moment where like just the second the the, <gasps> the wire hit, yeah. it, it's like. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, was that, that was, was like a jump. jump for yeah, there were some jumps for sure. I I found it hard to. Um, the suspense element, it, and it, it makes me wonder about this remake that, mm-hmm. or the prequel or whatever it happens to be, um, because I found the suspense to kind of come and go. Like, there were real moments of, like, who could it be? But there were also moments of just, I, I don't know, I, I maybe that's just wrong, but yeah. I, I, I found it, like, really slow at the beginning, which yeah. I think you could also say about Star, or at least the original Star Wars is, mm. like, somewhat slow. Yeah. Well, like the original Star Wars, uh, both this movie, I've, I, <laughs> I, I, like I said, I've seen it five times. I didn't watch it again, but I did it in my head today. It's like, what could I, how could I compare Star Wars? Yeah, both right. these movies start with a pursuit. It's yes. True. Uh, and, in fact, they both start, the first shot is a spaceship, spaceship. like, flying yeah. over. That was the first <laughs> note I had, was I was like, yeah. yeah, it's a very intense like uh, opening shot just to be like, now listen, guys, it's gonna be a, there's gonna be an alien, yeah. yeah, like it's gonna be a space thing, and I also uh, that first shot of the dog running, yeah, I was like, oh man, I don't I don't want something bad to happen to this dog, oh. and that happened for it already had right, and that happened, <laughs> that that was for about like a mm, two minutes. I I wrote uh, I was like they better not shoot this dog. I said this is the opposite of save the cat. Like this is it was making me very sad. And then seconds later, I had the I had I remembered. Oh yeah, the thing is in the dog. Like I had that. Oh, I've read this spoiler somewhere, oh, and then I was like, dang it. I'm gonna see the dog get all gross, and it, yeah, I got really it was in sad that about dog, it. Like cage, and it was like a whole oh, big yeah. thing, and like the dog part of it was kind of. Which I'd be great. fascinated, and like, it's very interesting talking to you both for seeing it for the first time. I'd be fascinated what this is like to see in a theater. Yeah. The idea of right. it being scary, and just because you're like those scenes, yeah, it's like the dog creeping around, mm-hmm. that John Carpenter synth score going. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe that tension, like, really does build, like. Once again, I love this movie. I do, I do think it's very tense. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's the scariest of horror movies. No, I just I... find it very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I very, um, yeah. It's just a... I, I liked the 
it, the uh, the hidden identity like suspense mm -hmm. m even almost more so than the not more so than like the cool uh, practical effects and everything. Mm -hmm. I thought they complemented each other well, but like I literally didn't take notes for the entire middle to end of the movie because <laughs> I was like very invested and yeah, I was like right. dang who's all gonna right. die once, once that game began mm -hmm. it, yeah. it was I was completely locked in I love the way that like Wilfred Brimley teases out information uh -huh. yeah. Uh, yeah and like he, he just starts to voice his suspicions right and you kind of have to figure out through him what's going on but he's once he kind of gets to it he's ranting like a madman yeah He's like, and then he becomes an old hermit who lives up on a hill. I know. I'm just trying to get somebody to Star Wars in this. Yes. He becomes, <laughs> yeah, right. he becomes right. the okay, Obi-Wan so Kenobi. I actually have a couple of these, like, obligatory, like... Uh, you gotta hit him. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, so that's a good one. He uh, said, first thing we see is a spaceship. It's only men, and they're mostly white. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Well, <laughs> oh, there's two black guys. There are. That's true. Which is more like, than Star Wars. Like, uh, more than Star Wars. Finn and Lando. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's it has a it has an almost like alien quality to it, even though they're in Antarctica. That's a very non-earthly. Mm -hmm. Of yeah. course, it literally is earthly, but it feels foreign. Well, it, um, it's environmentally, that, it's that Star Wars thing where they're like every location can only <laughs> Ice have planet. one thing. Yeah, and right. so this whole movie is like we are in this one cold, very cold, inhospitable place. Yeah, and then I said like to that, and it's lived in. It seems as though they have like these. This history and these roles already fairly yeah, established. Yeah, where are they getting weed at this research <laughs> station oh, yeah. in Antarctica? Where are they getting all this booze and weed? I Who's just love that they have, like, cabinet this? arcade games. I, uh, <laughs> once again, seen it five times, love it. I have no idea what they're up there for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what are they doing? <laughs> what are they like, researching? I, right. like, I have a pre like, I'm able to, okay, they're scientist, doctor, pilot, cook. They're uh -huh. doing a great job. I know all their jobs. Yes. I have no idea what their research <laughs> yeah, is based right. around. They're doing research. Yeah. I, I just, like, if, if they are getting, like, there is not, they have to get all this stuff shipped to them right and so th there has to be a manifest somewhere like presumably this is i would think this is a government facility or yeah. some big corporation well, yeah either it says way. like the u.s antarctica research something yeah. what so <laughs> there has to be a list somewhere where they are writing down their expenses that they are getting <laughs> shipped to here yeah. and if a lot of those things are just bottles of whiskey <laughs> and like huge blunts then like <laughs> Who who's is the tax are the taxpayers paying for this? I gotta know. Yeah, uh, that's that's the real yeah. question about the thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's not who's not who's the thing. It's ooh. I I also wrote um, burned up people at a desert homestead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because no uh, incinerations, yeah. but yes, when they go to the is it the Norway yeah. camp? Yeah, um, Norwegian. And yeah. then uh, oh, and then the last one what I wrote. When the when the guy's belly, not the chompy one, but someone's belly opens up earlier too, doesn't it? That's why his face opens up. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of because I wrote, damn, we got to do Alien yeah, <laughs> as a podcast episode. Yeah, I've seen Alien is one of the, like, I guess, sort of, it's like, here's the thing about the thing, an alien that's, or, here's the thing about the thing, an alien mm -hmm. that are interesting to me, which I think why I like them more than, I guess, other scary, scary movies is because they feel like, sci-fi mm -hmm. horror right, yeah. and suspense as opposed to being like this is just a horror movie right and i'm very into that because mm -hmm. i saw alien uh i think in college and i was like i never watched it growing up I was like, oh it's scary and i watched it and i was like oh i that was great yeah. i really really liked mm. that even though it's like a scary movie so i guess the addition of sci-fi which like star wars yeah True. I do like it's sci -fi. a fantasy movie, but it kind of is dressed up as sci-fi or vice versa. And western, <laughs> yeah, yes. and western. And I real quick, I want to talk about movie making and the time of. I want to talk about cinema. Okay. Uh oh. Are no. we going to the Josiah hey. Cinema Corner? <laughs> Here we go. No, but you remember when we watched Jaws and we were both <laughs> like, "What a weird time." Like what a weird, like a good movie, weird movie into our modern sensibilities, the way right. it's like shot. Mm -hmm. Yes, and right. That was like one of the last, like the point that you made was that was one of the like last movies timeline wise that was like an old movie yeah. as opposed to what it feels like. A blockbuster like kind now. of thing. Right. And that's, I felt that way with this movie a little bit because it's contemporaneous with Star Wars when those were coming out. Right. But there was this sense of, Parts of it felt dated, 
mm. in a way that for some reason Star Wars doesn't feel dated. Mm. And I think the fades to black. Yes, that the, felt kind of funny to me, awful, which is a little Star Wars wipe yeah, similar. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't. The the only thing I could think of is maybe since Star Wars is set in a universe that's not ours, like because it is sci-fi fantasy separate from like our reality uh-huh. i give it more like of a, a pass for that mm. and I, I i don't know maybe because jaws and the thing are supposedly set in our real world and then these like sort of um more dated movie making things happen i go oh come on what is this mm. what's yeah. going on here because like you're reminded of what year it is because they got like vhs tapes yeah. and they're watching like game shows and you yeah, hear music right. from that time mm-hmm. it's clearly that time period right but, um i don't i don't know if that's i think that might be Maybe I don't know if that's points for or against mm-hmm. uh, the the idea that the movie can seem a little dated because it's literally set in an actual time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That just is something I noticed that I think has come up with the older movies we do, where I'm like, what was it? also just it's also once again an interesting time to be making a movie because like blockbusters are starting to become a thing and mm-hmm. like um, sci-fi is getting popular and like uh, yeah I don't know we need to get some real. Uh, cinema studies like oh. majors on this podcast. <laughs> you know? I, I, I could go. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, CJ, can you go find a real? <laughs> no, we just mean the two of us shouldn't host this show yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, actually, CJ, we're going to leave. Oh. And you have to do the show now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> do we have anything else for or against? We yeah, need to I'm to... trying to think of other just little um, I got, tick boxes. I got one thing against and one thing for. Okay, okay. yeah. What I, are the fours? The or fours one four, uh, yeah. is that much like uh, Star Wars, it is. A, a combination of influences. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what's very interesting is the the movie is based on a short story or novella or something very called "Who Goes There" from the 1930s, mm. which is you know contemporary Flash Gordon Buck Rogers. Sure. So it's both of these are 80s movies creating updated versions of 1930s like sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi so, yeah. So like what the 1930s would do for sci-fi and that and there's um as the thing from another world was a 50s movie. Which was oh. an adapt- adaptation of that story, but actually, this one is a much closer interpretation of the original story. Right. Interesting. I remember. Uh, I remember when the I think 2011 remake came out, reading about it, and then also learning that the 1982 one was also a remake in a way, or like yeah. a reboot or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had no idea, which yeah. is. Uh, you know, hey, you know what? Remakes have been happening for a long hey, time, guys. A, a fun little bit of trivia. John Carpenter, one of his most famous movies is Halloween, which mm-hmm. came out a few years before The Thing. In Halloween, the kids are watching a, The Thing from Another World. Whoa. Oh, that's cool. So, <laughs> uh, he was like, guys, I'm going to make this one. Anyway. It's like the it's like the the Pixar verse, right? Like the 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 Pizza Planet truck. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen? We were talking about this this weekend. Um, the Halloween franchise after Halloween two, which was another Michael Myers one, they did Halloween three, season, season of, of the, the Witch, Witch, which was sort of an attempt to depart from the Michael Myers character and be like Halloween is a like an anthology series. Yeah. And so it's like another movie, like all, all together and it is bonkers. Oh, yeah. But in Halloween three, someone's watching Halloween, like yeah. in a room. Which that raises some questions. <laughs> Not only are they watching Halloween, but it's a major plot point because they're trying to air a curse with a commercial and they think everybody's been watching TV because they're showing Halloween. Oh right. That creates so many that is layers. There's like, yeah, so does this world? Here's the plot to Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. There is a. But how <laughs> Star Wars is it? Man, I would love to do that as an episode fact. because I... it it has like nine or ten disparate. <laughs> points like if you wear a certain mask when a certain tv broadcast is on it turns your head into bugs right <laughs> but the only way that works is it has a little thing on the back that's like a microchip that's made out of like pieces of stonehenge what yeah it is it's nuts a, it's a celtic curse <laughs> which this person is putting into his factory run by robotic human oh, beings yeah, yeah the people are robots what? and you see one of their heads get cut off and it's just so perfectly a fake head yeah like did, did they just have ideas for 10 different movies and they were like we're obviously not going to get funding for those so we got to put them all in this so we want to make Halloween kind of an anthology series but that's not going to work so those eight films you got (laughs) we're only going to get to do this one guy I know you want three four five and six but you got three (laughs) so go wild have fun with it yeah it's nuts and it has a song that plays uh, it's like a commercial for the countdown to Halloween and it goes like eight more days till Halloween 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 eight more days till Halloween Silver Shamrock, Shamrock. (laughs) which is the company that makes these three 
masks that no kid will go without. Amazing. <laughs> they all want the mask. Well, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any Halloween movies. Just oh, should we <laughs> talk about the movies you have seen? Then? Yeah. Well, to give you guys a little background about how much of a weenie I was, uh, if you if you guys remember the uh, was Disney Channel or Nick the Halloween Town? I remember. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, too scary for me. Too scary for Josiah. Watched it at my friend's house one time when I was like 11 or 12. And I was like, got to stop watching Mom, this. Too scary. Can you come pick me up? So that's just how much of a weenie I When I was a kid, I got very scared of a particular episode of the cartoon, The Real Ghostbusters. <laughs> I remember that was my claim to fame of like, nope. And I like, well, I always remember that because I left to go like with my grandma who lived with us at her time. And like, uh-huh. I'm going to hang out with you, grandma. Is that okay? Because I'm scared. And she's watching some sitcom and it is like Halloween and they have their Halloween episode. Uh-huh. And the point is like the kids having nightmares so he's talking to his dad and his dad just like turns into a werewolf which is like the worst like sitcom werewolf mask but in my mind i'm like well can't be here either and i walk out and then i go to my parents room and they're watching columbo and that was the first episode of columbo i ever saw like, no i guess place i have to, to go live on my own now. <laughs> um, well, before we get too much further, do we want to take a quick break? Yes. And jump into the Sarlacc yeah, pit? Yeah, we have the, our, our commercial break is called the Sarlacc pit, okay. and it's spelled uh, with a dollar sign instead of an S, and then the I C's know how are... it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be remiss if I didn't say that is the second time Mike has sent Sarlacc pit. Oh! oh. Mike, I thought I could trust you. Well, you fucking said it too. You said it once so far. Well... I said it just now, so whatever. I won't say any other Star Wars things except for Yoda and Land Speeder and Speeder Bike and Scout. <laughs> oh, no, get him! Get him. Get him. Uh, Ponda Baba, Ponda Baba, Ponda Baba. Oh no, it's falling apart. It's if like... you say Ponda Baba three times, it will appear, <laughs> and then you have to cut off his arm. All right, let's jump into the pit. Yeah, please. Woo! And we're back. That's how we get back. GJ Jones. Well, <laughs> what I'm curious about is. While we were gone, we all separated, and I didn't have eyes on either of you that entire time. That's true. Anybody could be... Okay, that was the thing about... At a certain the point... Thing? Yeah, that's the thing about the thing. At a certain point in this movie, I was like, how... Guys, all stay in the same room. How is anybody allowed to go anywhere by themselves? Right. And then it ended up getting to that point. Yeah. But I was there. Where I was like, as soon as the dogs... Were, I was like, no one gets to go yeah. anywhere by themselves. Which I mean, I loved the detail of tying everybody up and then testing their blood. Yes, and then like, of course, that fucking backfired when the one guy was was a thing, and then everyone's tied up and they kick it out. Yeah, that was like almost, almost like a comedy of errors thing where they're yeah. like, whoa, right. no. Like when we were talking on Sunday at at the one, the Matrix parody musical, uh, set strike. Of, Stop plugging of, it. It's <laughs> over. Oh yeah, sorry. Bye everyone. I, I finally saw it, guys. It was a great show. Make yeah. sure you get out there and <laughs> see the. No. <laughs> um, but we were talking about like the original Halloween and then the oh, the yeah. one that just came out and how the you you had mentioned that like that movie should have just been essentially the third act where they're in like the the house that's sole purpose is to like fight horror movie tropes. Yes. <laughs> I I think that is like such a fun idea. Like it should have been just Jamie Lee Curtis home alone <laughs> versus Michael Myers. Right. Right. It just like mano a mano. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever wins, we all lose. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's so frustrating. And, and cause I, I don't, I'm not averse to watching horror movies. I just don't like seek them out necessarily, mm. but you know, like I've but seen there's one right mm. behind oh, you. Ah! <laughs> face grab. That was gross. Um, face, oh yeah, face. For some reason, that fucked me up more than some other things. But anyway, that's always going. the thing that I get frustrated at is like watching people in horror movies, just thinking like, "Haven't you ever seen a horror movie?" <laughs> but but that's Turn on the light. That is always like, I love horror movies. There are bad ones, but my defense to it is always characters in horror movies don't know they're in horror movies. That's it's true. Like, <laughs> like these extreme situations, this that is not the conclusion yeah, any of us right. would jump to at that's any true. point. That's true. If, I just feel like I have definitely before like opened a closet door in the dark and gone like, ah! yeah. <laughs> like hoping that there was no one in there. <laughs> yeah. To, to be fair to horror movie characters, if like, if a dog died around me and because, of, and like another weird dog had showed up and then like another dog was dead afterwards, my first thought wouldn't be like, eh, probably an alien shapeshifter. Like, you know, I would be <laughs> no, like, of course. They can hear the be, synth music. Be, <laughs> yeah. That's true. But in Halloween 3, they watch Halloween 1. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing is, you know, they do it. They should have been all like, oh my, I think we're in a Halloween movie. <laughs> it's like in The Walking Dead where they won't say zombies, you yeah. know? It's like they don't. Right. It's it, The question is, do they. I don't know. Do yeah. They, 
Because if they anyway, did, they should know better. Enough of your nonsense. I want to make a case for how Star Wars <laughs> the thing is. Okay, good, good, good. And I think it's it's one I tried to. CJ is the new host. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for how Star Tour is it. Oh. The last name is Tour. Um, Wait, but then we could do. Hold on, that's a podcast with a new show where we talk about the Star Tours, the old <laughs> Disney ride. But it's just that you and the Overs. Yeah. I have a very cute Star Tour story. Oh yay! I want to make my point first. Okay. Yeah, stop yes, trying yes. to. I've been I've been hosting this show for thirty seconds, and already the the compulsion to get off track is so strong. Gosh, it's like we can't get out of the Sarlacc pit, you know. Oh, that's a second Whoa. time. Two. two. You both said two. I don't trust either of you now. Just say Yoda, Greedo. <laughs> so keep going. So that's the second time you said Yoda. Oh, uh, Green now. All right, all right, keep okay. going. Make your point. Right. I will not say the Frank Oz green froggy character again. Okay. I will say Fozzie. <laughs> He's not green. He's not a frog. That's uh, true. There is a green frog character. <laughs> yeah, but not played by Frank Oz. <laughs> that's the second time you've said Frank Oz. <laughs> wow, well, that's true. Shit. Okay. I won't say that again. All oh, right. Okay. Anyway, Kurt Russell is Han Solo. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And that's the only time I'm going to say that name. Now, did, <laughs> true, right. He was did he test for Star Wars? I think he, he did. did. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I remember um, the the the... The Harrison Ford character from Star Wars. Okay. Um, he he was a guy around. He was a carpenter, and and mm-hmm. maybe he was in American Graffiti, but he was a carpenter and stuff like that too. And um, he would have Harrison Ford read against people Second testing for other. Oh, that, that's true. Man. He would have that actor test against other actors. Yeah. Um, and Russell, then eventually he was just like, "No, nah, you're you're gonna be Han." Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Russell did a screen test for for Star Wars. Okay. So, but I would like, yes, he is Han Solo. Like we have a cool pilot with a cool outfit mm-hmm. and like uh, a great look. Who is plays by his own roles? Yeah, that a little first bit of, little bit of character you get for him is playing the chess, and he's like so confident. And then the chess thing beats him, and then he pours his whiskey in the <laughs> which circuit what a, board. What a dick move! What if someone else wants to play? Like, I know that's the only one they have. <laughs> yeah. It's not like he, yeah, like it's like he threw his controller. He literally broke the computer, right. and they're in Antarctica. Yeah, uh, fun side story uh, that. Computer voice, only female cast member. <laughs> yeah, yikes. What about the dogs? Maybe. They're all male. Really? Oh. Uh, uh, all right. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I did learn uh, in my summer in Alaska that uh, uh, female and male sled dogs are both just as good at running. There's mm. no real difference, but mm. you don't want the females around when they're in heat because then the other dogs can't focus. Uh, so it would make sense if they did all boys down in Antarctica. Or have all girls and then... Yeah. Get rid of the boys who can't focus. It's yeah. true. Like, Honestly, be, be a professional or get out. <laughs> hey, you fucking dogs! <laughs> but what's your star tour? Story? All right, all right. This is my very cute star tour story. Uh, people love to talk about like the end of Star Wars. Like, oh, the, uh, when they're at Disney uh, Land, and it's like, oh, these parents are so bad. The kids. I saw the best dad at uh, at Star Tours. When like, was this? Recently or ooh, a long time ago? No, this is about it was ten years ago. Okay. Maybe. Um, and it, the dad. Looked and sounded like Vinnie Jones. <laughs> he was a very, very big man uh-huh. with like that lower side English accent, uh-huh. you know. Amazing. Um, and <laughs> he looked very tough. He was like a muscle shirt, hugely muscular, tattoos up and down his arm, all that. And it took me a second to realize he's here with his kid. Yeah. And his kid is also got a British accent. Uh, but his is, you know, like, I think it's probably the same, but it's, but it's a child, right. you know, like. And what it is, is he was the most, he was the best dad who was completely playing into the fiction with his kid. That's yeah. fun. And so it was adorable to watch. Like, Elroy, this robot's going to tell us what to do, ain't he? <laughs> going to listen to him so we can be safe. And then, like, the, and I'm like, he's behind me. And, like, you can tell the kid's getting scared. It's like, oh, don't worry. Darth Vader can't get us. Our spaceship's too fast. You know, like, it was, he was completely so cool. playing into the fiction. Yeah, while and it was quelling any. Uh... Yeah. And so then the kid's like, Really, Daddy? It's like, yeah, we're completely safe. We've got the force on our side, don't we? <laughs> we have the force. That's the most beautiful thing. That's yeah. really fun. But yeah, Kurt Russell is Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. McCready. Mm-hmm. The, was that his name? McCready? Yeah. McCready? Yeah. I yeah. liked that. That was a good little uh, red herring suspense thing that you kept seeing his like shirt or something. Yeah. I would up. love... So this was the one thing that I thought was interesting. Because uh, you, you mentioned earlier, Mike, like at, at certain points it was hard to know 
who we were supposed to suspect. Yeah. And I would I mean, love a like diagram of of just the stuff we get to see in the movie uh-huh. of like who was alone, where we yeah. were, because like because I was surprised every, every like I had no idea that people were taken. Yeah, that was the, like if if they had all been color coded like in Clue, <laughs> I I would have known who was alone at any given point. But yeah. enough of them were kind of just like white guy. Yeah. That I was like. I don't even know who I'm supposed to suspect. Yeah. Um, and then he kills a guy. Yeah. <laughs> who, yeah, that was there's brutal. There's short doctor. There's <laughs> Wilford Brimley. There's sunglasses and guy. So I thought Wilford Brimley was the doctor at first. And yeah. then I was like, ah, dang, I mixed yeah, it up. Right. Yeah. I, and the other thing about MacReady being like that Star Wars character uh <laughs> being the idea that like the grizzled pilot <laughs> the grizzled pilot plays by its own rules was it a, uh, what was that one the off-brand one in the video game i was trying dash to... randar yeah it was a dash randar, dash randar yeah. uh yes so um is the 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 thing of he doesn't care but he does and that he's yeah. the only one who end up like really cares about uh wolf and like tries to get everybody out alive yeah yeah, yeah right. i think okay so c- coming back to points against okay. i think the um I think where this movie ends up not being stars is that at a certain point in this movie, the characters decide we're not going to have a happy ending. Yeah. Who cares? Fuck it. Yeah. And, but the whole time I was like, but Rogue One. Rogue One, that's true. <laughs> I mean, but then, and then the whole, but even then I was like, well, maybe some people will get out alive. Like maybe we'll have a resolution or maybe we'll get like a, some everyone dies, but then like the thing comes back or whatever. And then yeah. to have just a very open ended, two of them are left. And literally the last line is like, I guess we'll just wait here for a while. I was like, ah, shit. That's like a great way to end this movie. And also very not Star Wars. Because there's no, there's no no metal ceremony. Yeah, there's no wrap up. Yeah. There's no putting things together. Metal ceremony where (laughs) Keith David doesn't get a medal. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And they put medals on all the the dead dogs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, at that moment was like, damn, they that was the end of the movie. Like yeah. it felt like a Ray Bradbury short story or yes. something. Yes. I was like, this could be like <laughs> which, a, twi- a Twilight Zone yeah. episode. Yeah. Which yeah, goes right. back to being like a 1930s sci-fi story. Yeah, right. Although in the original story, there is a happy ending. Is there? However, and this is just an interesting fact that nothing in the the main another major difference between the story and the movie, like I said, it's a fairly close adaptation, except there's a lot more people. At the research station, oh, uh-huh. it's like fifty people. Oh, um, and when they when the, the blood test is exactly the same, except when they do it, uh, there's like forty of them left, mm. oh. and fourteen of them turn out to be things. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, and it, 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 it talks about like mob mentality that like they discover this person's a thing, they murder him. Yeah, like, and then right. they just keep doing that. 14 times oh and like the, the narrator's like we start to go mad because we're killing so much you know like that man that would have been brutal yeah <laughs> that would have been brutal to watch yeah. once again that's a 1930s story <laughs> yeah so, yikes gosh the uh um what was it oh I, that was like whenever wilford brimley was doing the science on mm-hmm. his computer <laughs> oh yeah and and it was like all these little like graphics and stuff and then like the projections <laughs> came up and yeah. it was like if escapes all life and i was like is he typing this? Or yeah. is this a computer program? Yeah, he like just has a simulation for when there is a being that well, does this kind of thing. Not only that, but the program has like words programmed like if this happens, all human life will be infected. Yeah. Like who programmed that did, phrase? Did, he, did right. he whip up this computer program specifically for this scenario? Yeah. Or otherwise, they have a very good he AI. He's typed in that's some basic. My, <laughs> like my only possible like no prize explanation for it is that they are up there like studying possible disease. And it's sure. just like, and they're just like, they're, they're just in place of a random infection. Yeah. Well, and they had, that's interesting. They had their, all their blood right. in a safe, which doesn't seem like it would be standard practice. But if they were, they should have been a lot better about thawing out an organism. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Also, just like, God, yeah, the, the, just throwing aside of any kind yeah. of like safety being like, well, I've got these little plastic gloves on, and I'm about to rip open this alien organism. Right, right. Like, okay, buddy. Yeah. Not, not the most hygienic. Yeah. To to that point of the the computer program, that's making me think of the thing that we had just talked about on um, what's the one that came out yesterday? Green Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're I think that's when we talked about it. Um, that C three PO when they. Yeah. I'm, I'm only gonna say C three PO one more time. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, um, that's two. When they're going into the asteroid field at Empire Strikes Back, um, and, yeah, and he like, calculates oh. the odds, or he he says what the odds are, and we're like. 
Did you calculate that? Do you have the computing technology to calculate yeah. that? Yeah, and it's <laughs> the it exact for, same thing. Is like, it for this asteroid right. field? Is it for all asteroids? Like why? Fields? Why do you have a computer program? And I actually kind of like that answer. That like that's what they're studying is yeah. like disease. Well, it was like if they do have that. If C3PO does have that, plug him into the Millennium Falcon. Similarly, if Wilfred Brimley has this computer program, <laughs> do, does everyone else know about it? Because if they're all there studying disease, like they should be like, yeah, 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 we should probably be worried about What's this. What's possible, right? and they say it's the off-season, is that they're all representative scientists from different projects, uh, uh, each like manning the store. Uh-huh. And so maybe he's the only virologist or whatever right. yeah. you know like which it would make sense to have uh, I guess a disease like a uh, containment place in Antarctica because like the cold very gets better, better right yeah. and there's not enough, any people uh, yeah so if well, you that's have an what outbreak they do in, uh, did you read or see the movie The Martian yes uh, yeah. that that expedition like everybody has a different science discipline right. in addition to being an astronaut and then they have like a secondary science thing his are like he you know has had a plant things and botany. I can't remember his other yeah, he's botany a botanist and, and an astronaut I think yeah but right? he had another thing that was engineering? like oh, engineering yeah, yeah, yeah. botany and engineering it's like oh well at least the exactly right person yeah. got left behind on Mars I know, right that's like yeah I I, I, wonder I think what, the rocket ship building <laughs> <laughs> I guess engineering never mind I'm sorry the I wonder what Kurt Russell's like uh, uh, second secondary his minor in college's character was right. you know he's like I'm his a pilot minor. but also the reason I'm down here is I yeah. super super into like I don't know shooting so, sociology <laughs> flamethrower operator <laughs> yeah that's funny too it was so quickly established that like this is gonna be a flamethrower movie yeah <laughs> also also that's the other question is like they are heavily armed with well, with I mean explosives make sense I guess if you're in Antarctica right. so do flamethrowers and flamethrowers too you getting a device to yeah. which yeah. and then but then like at one point uh, uh, Windows like breaks some glass and gets out like an assault rifle and I'm yes. like mm-hmm. why would this why do they need that right. for for what the yeah. penguins? Yeah, <laughs> I I have questions I, I think, about this research station. <laughs> I think um, the, once again, another change in it is the '30s one. It is a military base. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, that makes like sense. It, is a, it is military research, but it is military up and down. This yeah. is less military, and they say that's like a reaction to Vietnam. They don't sure. want to see military hero, etc. Yeah, but uh, I think those guns are there uh, to stop the Russians. Like literally <laughs> stop other right. people from taking over your research. Station. Yeah, that's right. true. That's your... which is like what they have to do at the very beginning. They think the, yeah. the Norwegian helicopter is going to like that was, get to them. That was the thing I remember reading about, um, uh, which which was spoiled the dog thing. Is that apparently if you spoke that language, you would have heard the uh, Norwegian yeah, it, people being like the dog. It, like there's an alien. Like uh, look out! It's not a dog. And so it's like that thing where if you speak another language, uh, the entire movie would be spoiled for yeah, you. Right. Apparently happens in Iron Man. The first Iron Man too, or oh, something yeah. like that. Oh yeah, funny because they would talk about how yeah he's the traitor. Mm-hmm. Um, huh? No, and it's like so just for fun. And here's just a fun uh, <laughs> Star Wars hypothetical. Uh-huh. We we'll talk about languages and whatnot. Yeah, how many languages does Han Solo speak? Because <laughs> in the first movie, <laughs> right, he's uh, at the bar. He's talking to Greedo and Hutties. <laughs> exactly, and then and, and then uh, Jabba. He speaks Wookie, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and everybody seems to understand the droids. It's just very funny to me that he seems to. <laughs> know all languages yeah and i i just had to watch the movie solo for this dumb damn podcast yeah, yes. and it like that he like literally actually speaks yeah that part with chewy where he's like which is Chir- stupid Wook or something i think like that. Chir- i think it's a language what? and and it's like that is i i i love that idea that han is just like a a a a prodigy polyglot like he just can speak <laughs> whatever like and maybe that's a Star Wars but no it's not a Star Wars thing because like Luke doesn't speak all that shit. No, right. like is it just is is there but it's, it's not even that he speaks it he understands everything right and luckily everyone else understands basics so he can still talk to that's what right. that's what I mean it's like he understands all language but he keeps speaking English right. and they keep speaking <laughs> they keep speaking their language right I've never seen where talking like, back and they forth they switch to one or the yeah. other that everybody's <laughs> continuing their own language yeah, the, right. the, the only time I've seen that that happened was when I went to Paris and was trying to speak French like uh, nice little French phrases to my server to be yeah. like I'm trying to be nice mm-hmm. and they were speaking to me in English <laughs> to be like you're a dumb American and we know it and so it was the opposite where I was trying so hard and they were being very kind to me and talking mm-hmm. to me in English and I just kept going back and forth like that, like an idiot. Which I don't think is what has happened against Star Wars. Does anybody People else just trying to be polite to him? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just so polite. They're like, I'm going to speak to you. Yeah. Is, is there any more against? Because we're getting almost time uh, yeah, to rate. Right. It's um, almost time to rate. I, so we have said things 
things like if there's not a Death Star or lightsabers, it yeah, yeah. is a point against it. But um, but this is okay. You know, this we've really nailed a lot of things. For it does certainly feel more alien than a lot of things we've given fairly high scores. Can I can I can I bring in my uh, my classic bit of could we put Star Wars on this right. and would it be believable? John Carpenter's Star Wars the yeah. thing. Well, that's what I'm about to say is could you imagine the thing in a Star Wars movie? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. I, well the fact that we open with like a, a flying saucer coming in yeah. and the fact that it is an alien and the fact, like, I could see and it's this, on like an ice planet. <laughs> I could see a twist or some weird theory being like, oh, this actually does take place in the Star Wars right. universe. Yeah. This is just Earth, our Earth in the Star Wars universe, and this is an alien. So I think it could. And I'll, and I'll yeah. give it one more. It's kind of like that gritty sci-fi. Yeah, it uh, is that idea that this is sci-fi, but everybody here is kind of like everything's not, dirty, like, fancy. Yeah, everything's used and yeah. like it's not Star Trek like yeah. clean. It's everything, and, and also it does have that. It's not like a low budget movie, but it has that feel of like this is all real. Yeah, this mm-hmm. like like you said at the very beginning, this is like a lived in world. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm liking this on the higher side of. I the think spectrum. so too. I think it's a pretty tall. I think it's a pretty tall order. Yeah, maybe one of our tallest ones we've done in a while. Yeah, it could certainly. Play basketball. <laughs> I think should we before we give the ratings? Should we? Do we do? Should we pick up these guns with well, yeah, one about to bullet? Say, so so here the win condition is either the alien has said the word three times without us noticing. Noticing. Right. If that has happened, we have to shoot the alien. Right. We don't have to shoot anybody if they did not succeed in saying it three times. Okay, right. well, let's recap. I feel like yeah, I've let's said... let's recap. I feel like I've said Sarlacc Pit. That's the, I think that's the third time. That's the third. <laughs> I feel like Mike has said it... Twice. Right. Only twice? I, that's correct. How many times did Mike say Yoda? I said that twice. twice. What about Han Solo? I'm I've, saying a lot I've, of them right now. We're saying a lot right now. <laughs> I've held all those Guys, because I got nothing to worry to about. Two. I'm not the alien. I think but this is a great alien play at the end here, this recap. It would be a smart or way is of it, taking over. I, Listen, but, I will hold this dynamite up, and I'll blow us all the oh, fucking oh God. Back. <laughs> I just brought the gun to get the dynamite. I brought it myself. <laughs> okay. But see, I was, I was quick for Mike because mm-hmm. he was the first one to bring up the S-pit mm-hmm. for a Star Trek, a Star Wars term. S-pit. I'm yeah. trying to think if CJ has said any Star Wars I have been trying. They've only just been one or two. See, I've been kind of like trying to steer the conversation to Star Wars just to see uh, which, which of you two would jump on terms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Mike was quicker to jump on terms, but now you're doing this thing where you've said a couple yeah, things three times smart. now. Okay, the other thing that this could be, and guys, I don't want to game. I don't want to get too game theory about this. Okay, is what if none of us is an alien? Oh, <laughs> like in the um, in the Sabrina episode yeah. where they go to um, yeah. what if we're just uh, uh, what if the place where they killed the witch was Salem? Yeah. What if whoever? <laughs> what if whatever twisted Jackbox coworker that CJ had that wrote this is trying to pit us all against? We all have guns on each other's heads. <laughs> don't you? Because uh, that could happen. That's true. Okay, okay so once again. Win condition is if the alien has not said three times, humans win. Okay, that's right. If the alien says it three times and gets out alive, alien wins. Right. Okay. Uh, Do we want to say? Or if human shoots the wrong person and then the alien shoots human, alien wins. Right. Do we want to save? Do we want to save that for? The very, the very end. end. And yeah. do our ratings okay. now. Let's do our ratings and now. So people, and someone is going end, to die. choose if you want to shoot or not shoot and right, who. Right, right, right. Okay, all right. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and let's see. I want to give this what's unit of measure. Let's mm-hmm. decide yeah, this. Yeah, unit. Yeah. I, have, I have mine for okay, that. Okay, go think. ahead. Yeah, uh, it's those little legs that come out of <laughs> heads or any other things. Okay. It's the little like spidery legs. I think I know why you picked that. Well... Maybe. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. see. Hmm. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with uh, uh, the amount of people at the research station. Because that's, I think, close to the number that I'm going to rate it. <laughs> okay. But we'll see if that's what it actually is. CJ, do you have okay, anything? I'm going to go with uh, recordings of the song Superstition. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which I love that song in this movie. Yeah, it and is. And there's just good. a number of times I could listen to the song Superstition. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh God, I see. Um, I So I'm going to give it, I can't remember if this is actually how many people are at the research station, but I feel like it's close. I'm going to say it's an 8 out of 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, that's wild. Um, I'm... I thought that's why you picked the spider legs. Well, right, but I mean, like, it adapts, so it could be any number of spider legs. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, okay, from the like special effects point of view, the creatures, the the you know, they look like like Jabba and the teethy thing that's just said Sarlacc. Jabba. <laughs> and said Sarlacc a third time. Well, and um mm. the the like gooey monstery effects are like inching it up for me. Um, but the uh, the horror and and the could this be in Star Wars is is a yeah. big one for me. But I don't think eight eight is what we gave Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. So, but we we right. landed on this a lot. I am gonna give it seven little like spidery arms. You're right. I forgot that we gave the actual movie Star Wars. See, I was about <laughs> to give it an eight too uh-huh. because like once again I did this for our hidden identity game. And I did this ahead of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers or The Faculty or Alien because I thought it's the most Star Wars of those right. movies. So I was going to do A2. But I'm going to stick with an A. If you gave Star Wars an 8, I'll <laughs> knock mine down to a 7. <laughs> yeah. I know. We need to, like, we, we said this recently. We need to, like, recalibrate our scale because <laughs> we, we gave Green Day, the band, like a 6, a I six? think. And, and uh, what? We, we gave, uh, we, we gave we've s- given, I think, we, we gave Phantom Menace a 9, but Star Wars an 8. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> right. Yes, I said it, it's two Star Wars. Yeah. Right, right. But, we, yeah, we got to go back to the lab, I think. Yeah. Yeah, okay. just like Wilford Brimley. I may have to listen to that Green Day episode to yell at you <laughs> <laughs> to myself. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so okay. We got an eights and sevens. I think right. that's solid. Um, this is when we say it's time for Tubby Bye Bye. Yeah. Normally right? it's time for Tubby Bye Bye. But first, <laughs> it's time for permanent picking bye-bye. up our guns. <laughs> it's time for. Okay. All right. R- Can either bye-bye. of you make a case for your human existence? I have said everything a lot. Yeah, that's a bad case. Yeah, no, no, I kind of like this. (laughs) I've been very cavalier about it, and I wasn't being sneaky at all. And I feel like if I was the alien, I would have tried to be sneaky about it the first time. Or is that your ploy, Mike? Because I, I, I suppose I wasn't as like okay. Well, here's three things that I'm gonna say a whole bunch of times. (laughs) Ponda Baba, Ponda Baba, Ponda Baba. Um, but I did say that, but it would be really weird if someone wrote down Panda Baba in the in the that's envelope. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't have a good case, but but that like I use Star Wars terms to convey ideas all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's like the blast door. Like yeah. the way the camera lens closes is I like a blast like, door. <laughs> I feel like CJ is maybe safe just because I can't place any specific ones he said multiple times. Well, yeah, I, right. I will, you know, if I, I was the one who was calling out people for using Star Wars terms first. That's which true. Also so could, I might have gotten a few in before I started. That's but that's the thing. It could right. be an alien thing to do yeah. because you're pointing the finger. So my, my big thing is I think Mike's use of monster with the teeth was the <laughs> and cleverest. later with a beak. <laughs> was the cleverest, especially uh-huh. since your commercial thing is new. You knew that one was banged. That's right. And you got it in early and that's you just right. finished it off this third time. However, Guys, your ending thing was... Can I show you how much I trust you both? Yeah. I think that we're being played. Oh my God, the gun is on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I think we're being played. I'm going to take this bullet out of my gun. Wow. I'm going to put it on the table. Wow. I think we're being played. I think everyone here is a human. I don't think we're, there's any aliens. That's a very like take charge move. <laughs> yeah. Trying to take heat off I'm of himself. I'm going to pick up your pick gun. Up no, your gun. Right, <laughs> I'll pick up my own. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I'm I actually, no I, I, I think I am. I think I'm going to shoot you. Oh, fuck. Kablamo. Before before I die, make sure to do all the normal plugs that we do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not dying. (laughs) Yeah, you're alive. Um, Wait, wait, wait. wait. I I killed uh, him. My my bullet's gone. I I shot my bullet. It's gone. Mike, do you have any surprises for me? Yeah, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Ding dong. No. 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 How are they freaking on? Yeah, crazy. Oh, Mike, he's devouring me. Oh, his head's split in twain. (laughs) um, As I'm dying, I feel so betrayed. I have a big slimy dog coming out of my midsection. (laughs) Wait, guys, while I die, I just want to tell you that on Mike's piece of paper, it said Sarlacc. Oh, yeah, we didn't say that to people. He's the alien. I'm the alien. Um, so Mike would like to plug. <laughs> can we? Do we want to? Should, should I be dead, or can we be back to do the closing of the show? You can be not dead for the closing. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna. He be, pre-recorded this in the yeah, event right. I'm just gonna be done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is pre-recorded. I was on my little tape recorder, like right. Kurt Russell yeah, had. Yeah, like you have reached the voicemail box of. <laughs> okay, here are my plugs. <laughs> okay, guys. Just, okay, guys. Just in case any of the Mike or CJ ends up being the alien, right, right, right. we have some. I have some things I want to say. And they better play this for me posthumously. <laughs> um, 
So uh, make sure to, if you want us on the internet, make sure to, I'm going to leave a space here for Mike to talk after me, but make sure to uh, 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 go, uh, uh, go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at how Star Wars is it? Okay. Mike there probably said the email. It's a good, <laughs> it's a good podcast at gmail.com. Mike maybe didn't quite get the bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Keep going. Uh, this is my pre-recorded message. <laughs> um, I know I'm going to get the thing and I know they're going to figure me out and kill me. <laughs> um, but just in case. Too smart. They couldn't possibly <laughs> let me get away with it. But just in case they don't, um, I'm at Mike Gospel on Twitter and uh, I, you can see me in Chicago in Anarchy and Improvised Rock Opera and Baby Wants Candy and uh, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram. And then here's CJ's. <laughs> oh, I'm pre-recording this. Although I'm sure I'm going to be fine. I'm in a popular podcast, Lakeshore and Limbo, where I play a detective. So there's no way anybody's going to sneak it by me. Certainly not Mike. <laughs> Who I will obviously not suspect right away and then give up on for reasons unknown to me. Mm-hmm. But you could find me at CJ Tour on Twitter to follow my other projects and see Hitchcocktails every Friday at the Annoying Theater in Chicago or check out Second City Theatricals. I'm an understudy for them and I perform in Second City. And of course, uh, I have to plug Jackbox Games, October 17th, yes. Jackbox Party Pack 6 coming out, including Trivia Marty Party 2. Ooh. Uh, other fun games like Dictionarium, Role Models, Joke Boat, and the Hidden Identity game, Push the Button. Boom, boom. Love it. Uh, well, hey, guys. Uh, you're, are you all pre-recording messages right now for the end, just yeah, in case we end, die? Yeah, for the end, but all together. Yeah. Like, we're hey, assuming we're, they're all going to line up. We're, yeah. we're, we're the best of friends. We're going to have betray. Yeah, guys, I just want to say it's been real fun. I hope that neither of you are aliens. Yep. And um, thanks for coming on the show, CJ. Really I, appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I'm sure I won't end up regretting this in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I don't think either. I don't think I'll get you know shot what? by you or by I'm yeah. just for fun. I think I, I, I'd never shoot you, buddy. No, of course not. We <laughs> just, just met. That'd be crazy. Just for fun. I'm just gonna lock all these doors. <laughs> good, good, good. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just delete my last will and testament because I don't think I'm gonna need there it. There you go. And I'm gonna go ahead and take that file and add Mike Gospel's name <laughs> to all the money. <laughs> but anyway, uh, just so we can put this in at the end, do we yeah, want to yeah. wrap up like we always say? Yeah, we always say. Well, CJ, so like we always say. <laughs> oh boy, I kind of remember this. We say we love you. Oh, okay. And then we say, and may the fourth be with you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Like, like we, we always, always say, we, we love you, and may the fourth be with you. I'm going to go ahead and push stop with this pre-recorded one. <laughs> ah, all right, there we go. Too bad Josiah died. <laughs>